Hi, I'm Pam Unks Cronin, and this is SEO in 2023. Pam, what's your number one SEO tip for 2023? All right, so this time I'm going to go with something that is not um, what is initially thought of as SEO, uh, but is definitely part of it, which is reporting. Um, and basically my tip is that I think in 2023, if you're not doing so already, you should start using data studio for your report reporting for all of your marketing metrics, including SEO. So why is data studio better than GA4? I think that GA4 is incredibly confusing, the interface. And I mean, it's an entirely different measurement protocol. So it's literally apples and oranges from GA3. And it's incredibly overwhelming to learn. So one of the reasons that I recommend that people use Data Studio for reporting in 2023 is that instead of spending time learning the confusing Google Analytics 4 interface, I think it's more worth your time to learn how to set up reporting in Data Studio, because you're probably going to need it anyway for comparing prior GA3 data to GA4 data. So if you're going to need to learn that anyway, you might as well just learn to rely on that instead of the GA4, in, instead of learning the confusing GA4 interface. Okay, so so for an SEO that actually hasn't experienced GA4, um, why, um, from a data perspective, is, is it different? Why, why are the metrics that it's spitting out going to be a bit different to GA3? All I can say is that I know it's a different measurement protocol, meaning like um, they, they count the data differently. Uh, it's way above my head what the real technical differences are. Um, I, I know that they're doing part of this is so that they can do better multi-channel attribution. Um, so there's more AI involved, basically, I think would be the gist of it. Um, but it is slightly different in the way that it counts things. So you will never see your GA3 metrics for a certain time frame exactly match the GA4 same metric for that timeline if the metric exists. That's another thing that's changed. Some have gone away. But um, yeah, you'll never see it match exactly. But it is important to be comparing them and making sure they're at least, you know, similar. You know, if, if GA3 is saying 300 sessions for the month, you shouldn't see GA4 saying 3,000. You know, maybe it's 300 versus 400 and that's okay. Okay, okay. It actually sounds like using a different SEO platform because there are a few different options out there in terms of SEO platforms, but none of them share, um, offer you exactly the same data. And you're always wondering which one's right, which one's not right. I guess you just need a, a little bit of common sense and uh, a bit of an instinct as, and probably looking at trends are, are more important than looking at just hard numbers. Would that be fair? Absolutely. Trends and correlations. So another reason I like Data Studio for reporting is that you can pull in so many different sources, including Google Search Console. So if you're watching your trends in your GA3 and then GA4 data as you start to, you know, rely more on GA4 and kind of let go of GA3, you can compare that with, you can pull in data from Google Search Console and compare that with your Google Analytics data. And there should be somewhat of a correlation between if your organic traffic is going up or down in 
Google Analytics, you should see your impressions and click data going up or down in Search Console. And if not, that's definitely something to dig into. So that's another reason Data Studio is great. You can pull in so many different data sources. Whatever SEO platform you're using probably has an S uh, API that you can pull into Data Studio and compare that to Google Analytics and compare that also to Search Console and just get a bigger, much bigger picture of all of your marketing data, inclusive of other things other than SEO um, in Data Studio, which it is also great because sometimes there's correlation between paid and organic. I mean, there's no causation, supposedly, but uh, there can certainly be a correlation if you turn off a giant ad campaign that was like getting people to Google your brand name. Therefore, your, you know, your organic traffic can be impacted by turning off a paid campaign. So I, I can go on and on about all the great reasons uh, to, to use Data Studio, but one of them is exactly what you mentioned. Things never quite add up on different platforms, but you should see the same trends across the board on them all. And this is a great place to look at them all in one place. So Google forced users to move on to GA4 back in July of 2022. But um, if you... Prior to that, um, we're already importing data from GA3 into Data Studio. Will Google continue doing that? So they didn't technically force people to transition to GA4 as of July 2022. They're going to be forcing that as of July 2023. But you're right in the sense that the deadline per se was July 2022, because if you're going to want to do year-over-year comparisons in 2023, comparing to 2022, you better have set up GA4 in time for July 2022. If you didn't, or even if you did, I think that it, during this transition, it's important to be looking at both, and Data Studio is the place to do so. So if you didn't do this transition prior to July 2022, not a problem. Pull your GA3 data into Data Studio and then your GA for, for the 2022 metrics and then pull GA4 into Data Studio for 2023 and then you can do your year-over-year -year comparisons that way. Now, the question about GA3 stopping collecting data, that will happen at some point, it, well, July 1st, 2023. So really, the the importing of the GA3 data into Data Studio is really just for pulling in 2022 metrics and comparing them to 2023. Hopefully you have Understood. all of 2023 so it's, it's, GA4. It's comparing but, one year against the, the next one. Right. So don't panic if you didn't hit the July 2022 deadline with air quotes, um, because you can kind of make up for it by using GA3, pulling in GA3 data in Data Studio to represent 2022 and then pulling in GA4 data to represent 2023 into the same report. Going back to uh, comparing GA3 and GA4, um, um, are there any metrics that um, did exist in GA3 that um, SEOs aren't able to use within GA4? Yes. Um, fortunately, but unfortunately, there are some metrics that went away with GA4. Um, fortunately, bounce rate, although people might not agree that that's a good thing. But bounce rate in, in the traditional Google Analytics was so inaccurate anyway. It was so easily manipulated or just not even manipulated, but incorrectly recorded often. Um, it wasn't reliable. And so that's been replaced with uh, engagement rate. Um, 
that's one of the things that I think is good. Other things I don't think, I think are very unfortunate that they went away. Um, things like average session duration, uh, which you can kind of, you know, create your own calculated metric in Data Studio to recreate that. In the, I guess that's another reason there for using Data Studio is some of the missing metrics you can kind of uh, recreate in Data Studio by creating a calculated field. So for example, the average session duration isn't there anymore, um, or maybe it was average time on page. Uh, one of those average time ones isn't there anymore, and I was able to create a custom metric in Data Studio that it pulls metrics from within GA4 and calculates them to recreate that same you know, um, information. So if an SEO is spending most of their time in Data Studio, then is there an argument to say it's actually not necessary to stick with GA4 and, and there are perhaps other tracking systems, other tracking software out there that you can use instead of GA4 and use that to bring data into Data Studio? That is um, kind of one of the sneakier reasons behind my big recommendation of transitioning to Data Studio in 2023. I do think you should still use Google Analytics, um, you know, it's, it's especially for your year over year metrics. It's something that I don't think should be, you know, thrown out completely. But I do think it's good to start relying on other data sources for reporting other than Google Analytics, because one of the sneakiest things about GA4 is the data retention period has been greatly reduced. The default's actually two months only two months of data it will keep for you. You can go in there, should go in there, and flip that over to 14 months, but still 14 months, I mean, when you're doing year-over-year comparisons, that's nothing. Um, and so they're going to offer a way for you to store more than 14 months of data, but you have to do it through BigQuery, which you have to pay for, and you know, or, or another data data warehouse, which is you know going to cost you money, which, whichever one you go with. Um, so it's kind of moving towards this th- this world where Google Analytics is more about your now metrics, and then you're kind of kind of be responsible for your own his- for storing your own historical historical metrics. So transitioning to Data Studio now, getting used to that is, um, you know, is good because it'll help you figure out a way to retain your historical information, um, which isn't, you know, can't be, Google Analytics can't be relied on for historical information as much going forward. So so do you have any clients or do you, are you aware of anyone that doesn't want to use Google Analytics anymore and has, has selected another software instead? Absolutely. Um, but I have not heard a consensus on which one they went with. <laughs> I'm very curious. I'm keeping my eyes peeled, but haven't really heard a, you know, a running theme between the alternatives that people are trying. I remember using alternative software. I probably won't name anything at all, but um, before Google Analytics even existed, I think back in about 2004 or so, I was using um, another um, piece of tracking software, but that was using um, a pixel, um, Mm -hmm. a a proper um, one-by-one um, pixel that um, would would give you great data and obviously give you a lot of information on individuals as well prior to when it was um, not, um, I, I guess, legal um, to, to track so much um, information from individual users. Yes, that's another catalyst behind why Google did this with this change in the way that Google Analytics 4 measures and stores data is for all of those privacy law purposes, GDPR, CCPA, etc. The world is moving towards, you know, a more 
private internet experience and the laws with regard to storing people's information are just getting stricter and stricter. So the whole world really, you know, Apple with their, um, you know, iOS 14 and a half, I think it was, you know, made some big changes with regard to privacy of users. And so the whole world's moving in that direction. So I would caution anyone who's turning to an alternative from Google Analytics to look thoroughly into its compliance with such privacy mm. laws because that gets into dangerous territory with the way some of those work, collecting IP addresses and whatnot. That's, that's all a big yeah. no-no now. So should every business then be using Data Studio, every business that at least um, isn't using a, a similar kind of platform? Or um, is there still room for smaller businesses just to rely on GA moving forward? Or are you an advocate for even just smaller businesses to be using Data Studio as well? I think that smaller businesses should certainly use Data Studio, um, the time that it's going to take to learn the GA4 interface. I mean, there will be time lear to learn G Data Studio as well, but I think the, the cost benefit or the ROI of your investment of time is going to pay off greater by spending time in 2023 learning Data Studio instead of spending time in 2023 learning GA4. You're going to have to learn one or the other, and I think there's just a lot greater payoff for investing your time in learning Data Studio. For larger companies, they might already be using a different kind of dashboard reporting software, mm -hmm. you know, a Tableau or something like that. That's that's fine. Um, it really, the, the thing I like to see businesses doing is using some kind of data dashboard that pulls in data from multiple sources. Um, I re usually recommend Data Studio because it's free, so it's accessible to anyone. But really, any data dashboard tool is is uh, checks off the boxes for most of what I'm talking about. So you've shared what SEOs should be doing in 2023. So now let's talk about what SEOs shouldn't be doing. What's something that is seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive? Something SEOs shouldn't be doing in 2023? Well, basically, I think I'll just repeat my prior statement there and say, I really don't think it's worth spending time learning GA4 in 2023. I mean, to the point where you have to learn to configure it. Yes, absolutely. You have to learn how to set up conversion tracking, get it, you know, get it recording, set up the data retention period, make sure everything's accurate. Learn to that point, of course, but Beyond that, getting used to the interface, the the way that custom reports are created in there is just ridiculous. Um, I just really think that uh, everyone, SEOs or, or small business owners or everyone's time is better spent investing in learning either Data Studio or another dashboard reporting platform like that instead of learning the GA4 interface for reporting purposes. Hamongs Cronin is the president of Pam and Marketing and you can find her over at pamandmarketing.com. Pam, thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2023. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Get your copy of SEO in 2023, the book, over at seoin2023.com.